What's going on, people? This is Dom a Dozen, and you're now tuned into the Encore Radio Show. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... Radio show live here. This is Wise. This is Is Jones. And we got Domino's in the building. What's yeah. going on, y'all? Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming back, yo. This is this is your second appearance on the Encore Radio show. Yeah, first yep. was the Hip Hop Project. Yes, and yes. Back mm-hmm. with that Crown Fry. Yes, yes, man. Yo, I really appreciate it when artists come back because yeah, it's not just like I don't like we don't do the show just. To say, oh, yo, come on the show, talk about your project once, and I never see you again. We actually care. We, 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 we grow on. a relationship with Absolutely. you, though. Yes. We get to see your progress as an artist. It's yes, exciting. Yes, and we, I get to see you guys grow. So, you know, it's okay. a, yeah. it's Thank a you very much. We're so great. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. So, uh, like you said, you met a little bit over a year ago uh, when mm-hmm. you released your project, Hip Hope. Um, mm-hmm. At the time you had discussed it, your mindset was happier compared to your, like, your previous project at that time. Mm. Um, so, what was your mind state this time around for Crown Friday? Well... The whole concept of Crown Fried comes from uh, me being born in Crown Heights, actually. Mm. So, um, you know, I was born there, May 13th, 1992. So, you know, this is about the realities of the environment that Mm. I grew up in. And um, just being there now and just seeing what goes on and just telling the story. So, hip hop, I feel like, was very, you know, positive and motivational for people musically. But um, right now, I'm just getting, you know, r- really real and, uh, you know, just telling the realities of where I stay f- I stay and how I feel being from that place and living in that place and things I got to go through trying to walk a righteous path. But, you know, mm-hmm. having other, you know, having obstacles, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so before we get into Crown Fight all the way, let's take a step back. Let's go back to hip hop. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we talked before hip hop came out, or technically, like right as hip hop was coming out, we didn't really get to talk about it after. So, mm-hmm. from a numbers perspective, mm-hmm. according to SoundCloud, SoundCloud only, and this project was out everywhere basically, mm-hmm. hip hop really moved numbers. Mm-hmm. So, 15 tracks, um, none was less than 7,200 listens. Mm-hmm. Five tracks, um, slightly under 15K. Six tracks between 20. And 45,000 listens. My single, the first single with 190,000 listens, and Stay Up featuring Kalani, just shy of a million listeners. The numbers speak for themselves. Beastly. But <laughs> is that how you measure your success? <laughs> oh, nah. Um, right now, we, you know, I feel like, especially the Stay Up song with Kalani, shout out to Kalani. Um, we got together and made magic in Beverly Hills. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like she's really blowing up right now. And she really blessed me with that track. So I feel like a lot of traction comes to that because, you know, of her. And you know, I'm introduced to her fans through that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't measure my success like that. I-, I feel like, you know, the success 
is when I'm actually moving units. <laughs> and I'm selling out shows. And, you know, I feel like uh, with this Crown for Our project, I am um, introducing myself more to the uh, to the fans, to the people, and getting my name out there more and just, you know, establishing that so I can, I can be recognizable to the people and bring them out and sell out shows. Absolutely. Sell the units. You know, you know, you mentioned that, and I, I, I had this question way at the end, but I have to, I have to throw it up now. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you see the video with uh, Stro and Ebro regarding uh, radio play for local artists and how to get that? Yeah, uh, I heard about it. I didn't, I didn't see the full interview. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Stro, that's my boy. Watched them grow, and you know, he's been a, a homie of mine in the industry and just in general, Brooklyn yeah. homie for a long time. But uh, I've heard about it, and I and I do understand his argument. Uh, I want to hear more about it because I don't want to speak on anything that I don't really. Like, yeah, understandable. Know. So basically, what Ebro was saying was, for art for local artists to get radio play, they need to have people in the clubs moving. They gotta have people in the clubs dancing, people requesting it to DJs, and that's how the attraction moves its way up to the radio station. Mm. Yeah. So for you now with Crown Fried, mm. that's what you're trying to do. You want to get people moving in the streets, um, in the club as well to um, eventually get that radio play from New York that you desire. Yeah, I mean, I feel like New York, uh, in the past, we've really been known for our bars. Yeah. And you know, people really take that seriously in New York, even like in the battle rap culture, like most of, all of the best battle rappers in like the URLs and mm-hmm. you know they are New York artists Harlem mm-hmm. you know Murder Mook uh, Charlie Clips Lord of Luck so we were always infatuated with the bar aspect mm-hmm. so I feel like when artists from New York uh, they approach a song or a hit song like they're spitting but you know uh, you know say an artist from Atlanta is rocking the clubs like Future true mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, it's something that we've have to like we have to like slowly adapt into. I feel like we kind of doing it. I feel like uh, as an artist, like myself, I feel like you know I'm dime a dozen. Like I can I can switch <laughs> up styles, you know. Yeah. So it's just like that that that's gonna be effortless for me. I feel like, but I feel like you know New York and, and as a whole, we we gotta find our our club sound. I can understand what Ebro is saying when it mm. comes to that though. But mm. I mean. Hopefully, I can help build that and mold that. You know? Is that but is that compromising as, as an artist? Not you, because you don't doesn't. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but for, <laughs> for, for artists who who doesn't necessarily feel comfortable switching their style up to make a club a club record, is that is it compromising? Um. Yeah, it is because you don't ever want to force anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that that's it's not gonna come out dope. True. You know, so you got people out here trying to make that hit break. And that's low key been going on for years. Mm-hmm. Because you got dudes like hearing shit from labels like, yo, you need this type of record, you need this. And you got niggas going in the studio. Like, that's just strictly bars. That's just like, damn, how the hell I'm gonna do this? They buying hooks from people. Yeah. They mm-hmm. like, you know, so it is compromising, but I feel like it's, if you're a real MC, you gotta adapt, man. If you're a real yeah. artist, you're an entertainer, you gotta adapt. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, first plug, uh, sign up at dimealday.com yes, sir. Uh, to get a preview link of Dime's new EP, Crown Fry, before it drops. And That's a lot it. more, and a lot more. Perfect. That's <laughs> D-Y-M-E-A-L-L-D-A-Y.com. Yes, sir. All right. Now, Utica, Utica, 
uh, for those listeners <laughs> from outside, <laughs> for people who are listening from outside of Brooklyn area, I can't explain what that call sign is for everybody. Well, Utica Avenue, uh, if you've ever been to Brooklyn, uh, Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know about the uh, Utica Avenue. and uh, I, I grew up around that area. And uh, the whole Utica, Utica thing comes from uh, dollar cabs yeah. on the block, you know, telling you that, you know, Utica, Utica, Flatbush, uh, King <laughs> Plaza, Plaza, like, you know, you would have the dollar cab, you get in there, you pay $2, uh, a cab, a drive you all the way down, a, a van, a big van, a drive you and a bunch of passengers down Utica to wherever you want to go, wherever stop and let you out and the same thing back again so you know Utica Utica was something I always heard growing up yeah mm-hmm. definitely so I can see where that where the homage comes from yeah that. honestly <laughs> what it reminded me of I did I was la- I was I laughed OD when I heard it the first time because uh, it reminded me of when about I, I saw the first video of you and um, Dollar Van Demos. Oh yeah! Wow! <laughs> oh my God! Like oh. throwback! Oh my God! Cause oh, damn, Dollar Van Demos. Cause I remember I did that track. I did it in the the, the van, yeah. and like they edited it so weird. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck? Like the the beat was all off. Like my flow was all off. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, yeah, you know, we're putting this out next week. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> And it was just like, um, <laughs> but you know, shout out to Dollar Band demos. I, I I appreciate you know that that's very Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to be a part of that, but I didn't know the edit was gonna be the edit was gonna be how it was. Yeah. But. Well, I, you know, honestly, it was very influential because um, I didn't know this until a couple of years later. But McDonald's actually did a commercial off of Dollar Van Demos yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they look did at it. You. Yes, you know, y'all. If y'all mm-hmm. haven't ever watched that, just Google like McDonald's Dollar Van commercial and, and that's see what Utica, boy. Yo, that's Utica for you. Exactly. Okay, so <laughs> uh, eighteen of the fifteen tracks on Hip Hop feature other artists. I'm a shift from your other projects where only a handful of features between them collectively um, were present. I mean, eight so, of the fifteen tracks. Yeah, eight of the fifteen. So, mm-hmm. uh, which which direction did you take, Crown Fried? Uh, feature full or? Feature less I mean it's still a project that's building mm-hmm. I've been calling it an EP I wanted to uh, break it down to seven tracks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but um you know every day I feel like you know I come up with new ideas and uh, I've been structuring with the songs I already have and songs that I want to be on the project okay and uh, I feel like it may be more yeah, so, okay. I, okay. so I don't yeah, really nice know project then yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I could be in my Kendrick Lamar shit. Like Kendrick <laughs> put out a um a EP with sixteen, yeah, 15, yeah 16, 16, 15, 16 tracks. So I'm like, it may have to be something like that. Cause he and then he was like, you know, I'm just breaking the rules, and I respect that. I feel yeah. like you know in hip hop, you know, we got to be innovative and we got to do. We can't let you know the corporates control. Mm. You know what we about. We just got to do what we do. But right now it's building. Um, you know, we got some cool features on there already. Um, my boy Wati Hiru. Hey. Um, yeah, you know, he's in my crew 1160 that we're building up right now. We're about to, uh, you know, about to introduce ourselves to the city real soon. Uh, we got Dave East on there. We got Nitty Scott. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. Um, nice. we got... Yeah, Dave East. nice. He just put out a uh, project yesterday. It's crazy. Um, who else we got on there? We got, um, 
Kalani's artist, she actually has an artist that she has on oh, her label. Nice. Her, uh, her name is Ombre Perkins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's dope. Um, I'm trying to get my boy YC the scenic on there. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the homie. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real New York. It's real um, Crown Heights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's got a few features on there, but I don't know how many tracks are going to be on there yet. Okay. So talk to me about 1160, because I hadn't... I, I saw a little bit, you know, but I don't really know. So give me, give me, give me the, the insight on Eleven Sixty. Okay, so artist wise, Eleven Sixty is Dama Dozen, Wati Haru, Jonah Grizz, and Carl Sharon. Okay. Uh, Wati Haru, Brooklyn, Flatbush, uh, Jonah Grizz, uh, Gowanus Projects, uh, Carl Sharon, uh, Soundview. Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Bronx, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Bronx, Bronx. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And uh, <laughs> we kind of came together based off 1160 comes from 1160 Eastern Parkway. That's the, you know, basically the trap house that we used to be chilling at and creating at. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, when I had left phony people, I felt like, you know, I didn't really have a lot of, you know, homies in the music that I could really vibe with. Yeah. I felt like, you know, those guys, they were cool. Like, we had a good time. We, you know, we, we did a bunch of, sh- you know, we, we did a bunch of shows. We, we practiced together for a long time. We did shows with Eric Badu, Tyler Kweli, Most Def. Like, we've had a, we had a good run together. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, it came our time to part ways. And uh, 1160 was like my new family, you know? Okay. And we would chill at 1160 Eastern Parkway. It was Jonas' house, the guy from Gowanus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we would build there. You know, we would talk about what we wanted to do. Uh, and, you know, the rest was history from there. So, 1160 is a, a collective of New York artists that are just doing some creative shit and just building a conglomerate right now. All right. <laughs> so, are we going to see, uh, like, a, a collective project put out? Compilation album? That would be yeah. dope. Um, we working on music together all the time. We already have music and the raps under wraps and hopefully that it all makes sense and come to fruition how hard is it to have uh to record a dope track um particularly in 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 light of um 1160 right how hard is it to record a dope track and to say you know what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold on to this for a minute just just because uh you know in this day and age you can't even really do that (laughs) <laughs> okay because it's like you know you got a track but you know it's hot you know got to get out there like the track into the crown with me and yt root that, that was the track that i was trying to save mm. for the intro for the the crown fry project okay but right now it's doing twenty thousand on uh soundcloud yeah because people are digging it and it's just bringing me more traction so it's like mm-hmm. you can't always hold music like in this day and age you can't be holding on to music like <laughs> yeah. you gotta let that shit out because it's like this is the moment yeah it's now so it's like, you know, it's 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 it's, it's difficult to hold music. <laughs> you gotta put that out because you're always growing, you're always changing, you're always getting. I, I mean, for me personally, I feel like we always getting better. So we just gotta let that music out for the people and let us let them know what's on our mind at that moment. Okay. So, first single, That Chicken, dropped back in June, uh, with the visuals uh, being released in mid to late September. Mm-hmm. So, can you talk to us about the song and hit us with your favorite bars from it? Well, that chicken, uh, it's, 
It's about that, you know, that chicken. We talk about money when we say chicken. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that chicken. So you know, uh, I kind of like played off the whole crown fry idea, and um, you know, that chicken is is just a perspective from a young kid coming out of New York. Um, trying to, like I said, live a righteous path, but having obstacles and just having to deal with certain things in your in your hood that that's like unavoidable. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's circumstances. So, you know, it's just my perspective. And uh, one of my favorite bars in there. Blast for me, I'll be praying for a come up, tender like shades in the summer, toting AKs with a drummer, outraged when police lay our brothers next week on the same street, spraying with another nigga, stress that's on my mind, stress my sober mind. Though the hood is weak, be fine, good and speak in these texts of the times. Trace sketches for the blind, shit webs that don't define, but if these record execs don't check for a nigga for the check, I'm low in mind. So it's like, you know, it's just that internal dilemma, like, <coughs> I'm trying to live this life. I'm trying to give people good music. I'm trying to motivate people, but it's like, you know, if these niggas don't pay attention, what the fuck I got to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, what am I going to do to get money and live and feed my family? You know? So it's just that mind state, you know? See, I, I always like when, when, when artists, they, they recite bars in front of me because you can see the passion yeah. that comes from them. And you can see, especially, like, I don't even, even have to say, like, really, like, explain too much. Like, it immediately takes you back to what you were thinking about. And you can tell me and you can show me that, you know, this is, this is how I felt in the studio or even when I was writing it. This is how I felt. This is how I wanted to, people to to perceive it. Some people, yo, know, bars go right over their head. They just be like, oh, okay, mm. we spread that. Yo, that was fire, but they don't even know why it was fire. You know I mean, you ain't even looking. They think about the backstory behind these lyrics. Facts. You know. Um. Okay. So, again, uh, that chicken was produced by D Major and is available on Dime Dozen's website, yep. dimealldaycom That's D Y M E A L L D A Y dot com. Uh, so who shot the video, and um, were, uh, were you involved in the in the video treatment? Yeah, definitely. I was. I'm working close with my boy uh, Tanner Jarman, amazing, amazing NYU student director. Um, he's from out in LA. It's funny mm-hmm. how I met him. Um, we were just in like a Buffalo exchange one day, and he's like, "Yo, that's funny." He was like, "Yo, ain't you the dude that did our deli?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I shoot video. So, you know, from there, trying to start building. Uh, we shot three videos already. So um, we started off with my joint, The Real Swank, which was the, um, the intro for my hip hop tape. And then we did Good Lord with Stro mm-hmm. and Wati Haru. And um, that chicken, I feel like, is our best video thus far. Because we, we're beginning to understand each other and understand the vision that we want to give. And I feel like we should just keep going because we got something good going. I feel like that chicken is, if not one of his best videos, definitely my best video. Yeah. I, I, I would have to agree. Um, by far, actually. Now, I saw you did you did something that you had did in another video. Uh, I want to say like a, a, the Father's Day video. Mm-hmm. Where you had um, someone who was older almost reciting... Um, reciting lyrics or words from someone else. So in in the Dot Chicken video, I believe it was Farrakhan at the end. Mm-hmm. So uh, just 
I could see that's why I had to ask whether it was you that did the treatment or added to the treatment as well. Oh, that was in the song before the treatment was even done. So that that was in the song. The way I found out that was so crazy. Um, Farrakhan was just saying, you know, for those who kill each other for a dollar, who are bought off by a dollar, who betray each other for a dollar, you're gonna have to find another medium of exchange because. And a little while, the do- dollar won't be worth a dime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that, I w- it was a- it was actually a Power 105 interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Farrakhan. It was like a two-part interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just popped up. I-, I was with my girlfriend. And we were just like, yeah, I need to use that. <laughs> as soon as it came on, we looked at each other and was like, yeah, yep. <laughs> we need yep. to use that. So um, I recorded the, s- the song in, uh, within two days after the- I got that clip. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, nah, this needs to go in there somehow. Perfect. Perfect. All right, so the second single um, off Crown Fried was uh, Enter the Crown. Mm -hmm. Again, featuring um, 1160 Fam and Wati Heru. Um, So what statement did you want to make with this track? You know, like I said earlier, um, it was supposed to be the intro for Mm -hmm. the, the project. So, you know, I wanted to give you a vibe of what I felt when I stepped out the step outside in the crown heights yeah into the crown like yeah. see where i come from you know burnt lips black from the backwoods kush bats wrapped in that flat bush wild and my whole stylish snobbish eating good moving so italian marvin <laughs> with the squad they want no problems tough talk get them charged hope his bros guard them god all these gold bars that i go hard and got these bras on the rock it's like hove signed them they know i'm balling you ain't never starting in the game, but your fucking lames blind here don't make you super stupid, nigga. I'm just saying, slipping them. <laughs> Yo, like, it's just like how I feel. Like, yeah. <laughs> slipping in my hood, you get murked right around the corner from the church. Like, Utica is right around the corner from the church. It it's like, you know, it is what it is. It's just, you know, observing, like, coming from somewhere else and entering my city, yeah. you know, my town. Yeah. It's like an introduction to your, to your part of the town. Yes, sir. Yeah, nah. All right, so uh, who are some of the other producers on this EP? Um, so working, far, at least. Uh, I've been working with this uh, this producer named Graves. Um, he is. Uh, I was introduced to, to him from Selection. This is, this is a radio station okay. called Selection, mm-hmm. and you know uh, they have like episodes every you know week. Yeah, they, they from out, out west. Like yeah, out, yeah, that's how I found out about mm-hmm, them when I went out too. there. When I uh, went out there, uh, I did when I did the track with Kalani. Uh, yeah, I found out about Selection, uh, and uh, we started working close together. We got a few tracks on the album. Uh, who else is on there? We got this dude named Montage. He's been producing for a lot of artists. Like he's just a low key producer, mm-hmm. and he, he he told me recently that he's been listening to me since he was in seventh grade. Wow, wow. that's amazing. Wow. So it's just weird. It's like it's funny because I got years in this game because I pro- I started when I was like maybe fourteen. Mm-hmm. And I'm twenty three now. Yeah. So you know it's all been like a growth growing experience, but you know just to see like guys that are inspired by me and just been listening to me for so long and and actually be able to work with me is just and me being able to work with them because they're dope like montage is dope 
So um, I feel like that's an honor, like for somebody to be like, yo, even Stro, like Stro. Yeah. I remember Stro coming to a phony people rehearsal and showing me that he had my song on his iPod, like my my album, my first ever album before any of this shit. Mm -hmm. Like it was called Shut Up and Listen. It came out in like 2009, eight, and Stro had that. So it was like you see these guys grow up, and for me to be a part of their success, and then for me to even be like on my own road to success at, as young as I am, you know, it's, it's just dope to see. So especially, it's, it's, it's a special time f for all of us right now. I feel like it's dope. Montage, Graves, uh, Raz Fresco, my boy from Toronto. Um, what else is on there? Um, oh yeah, Hiko Momoji is the dude that, um, mm -hmm. He he produced uh, into the crown. He's he he works with Black Wax uh, creators. Uh, they they're out in uh, they're in the city. Yeah, and uh, they do a lot of work with like Awful Records and um, ASAP and all those guys. Yeah, um, D Major D Major they're from Delaware. They got a joint. Uh, they got a click called Cy uh, the Cipher Click. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Genius is helping me out on the on the project. You know he did Day and Night for Kid Cudi and shit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we still building. Okay. <laughs> See, you talked about inspiration. I, I, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the first song ever played on the operational movie, at least, at least when we played music, was New Brooklyn. Wow. That was the first song ever played. Like I, all I, all I said was, "Hi, this is my first new show called the Encore Radio Show. We we'll right back. Boop, hit play. New Brooklyn. Wow. Uh, so, See them? yeah. All about inspiration. So um again another another question I'm gonna skip forward and ask um what's the most flattering thing a fan has done for you today? Hmm. Flattering. I went to London and I had a show. I did a tour out there. And uh, there was this gift given to me. It was a uh, a skateboard with my face on it <laughs> wow it was a my, my painted face on a skateboard along with my name and i had just finished performing and right as i finished a dude came up to me and gave me a skateboard and said yo this is yours man i made this for you and it was crazy it was just like wow i'm out in london far away from home and somebody appreciates my music enough to make me, you know, something that's special. Take that time out to make me that something that's special. So that's amazing. That's crazy. Where's that skateboard now, man? Yeah. It's in my room. So you don't use it? No, nah, it, it was just a deck. It was a skateboard deck. Like oh, okay, I, I okay. can use it if I wanted to put like wheels on it, but I just want to keep it as a souvenir. I don't want to like fuck it up. Yeah, I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know yeah. it. That's 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 crazy. That's that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Oh man, okay, so uh, what do we have coming up next? Uh, are we gonna see Crown Fry on uh, Title and Apple Music? Definitely. Um, yep. Which do you prefer? I like Title. Uh, Hip Hop is on Title right now. Yeah. Hip Hop is not on Apple Music though. Mm, but there we go. You know, uh, we need that to happen. Mm. But uh, you know, we're on Spotify. We're on uh, Title right now. Yeah. Um, I just want you know the music to just be accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. So you know, we just trying to get it all, all across the boards. We're gonna make that happen. Okay. And we have a release date or. 
general area on a calendar? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> As I, I, I got interviews that I'll be listening to, and I'll be like, yeah, you know, it's coming out in March, and then this shit don't come out to like, next year. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's just all about the work process. It's about... Can, just, we, can we get a season? A season? Yeah, give us a season. I mean, it's feeling real fall, winter. So, like, uh, it, you could probably get it as early as November or, like, ah, I'm saying dates now. <laughs> you could probably get it in the fall or probably in the winter. But, you know, uh, we just filling it out right now. I'm just creating, you know, best music I can. All right, bad, bad. Okay, so we're going to take a, a quick break. When mm-hmm. we come back, more with Diamond Dozen. We have a whole bunch of questions, including first annual Steve's Day, how that, how that show went and all that. It's the Uncle Radio Show. Good morning. Hey, am I like our type girl? I'm Arlene Donna. And I'm Young Nate. And we have the Harlem Art Festival starting October 23rd until the 25th. Located at 226 West 145th Street in Harlem. You can buy tickets at heartlumartfestival.eventbrite.com. And you can follow us on social media, heartlum underscore for Twitter and Instagram, and backslash heartlum on Facebook. Yo, 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 it's your favorite South Bronx rapper. Reggie the God, coming from Empire of the Nation, Fear the 23rd, and all that. And I would like to invite you to the New Rules pre-shows, November 13th and November 28th, full of dope artists. And if you want to perform, just hit me up on my social media handles, Young Regito on Twitter and Reggie the God on Instagram. I'm definitely accepting artist music, dope artists only. I don't come to me with all that foo-foo. I don't care about that. I'm looking for dope artists that's about it, that have their heart and their music. So if you down, you down. Hit me up. New rules. Yo, what's up, man? My name is Sham, and I'm representing the Sound Killers. I want to invite everybody out to come check out this concert. It's going to be this Wednesday, October the 21st, 2015. It's going to be at the Kimberly Project. That's on 1332 Atlantic Avenue. Doors open up at 8 p.m. Can't wait to see you there. TSK. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. I'm the illest on my label. <laughs> when you dread it, niggas try to fade you. <laughs> Got me feeling like I'm Jesus. Sacrificial shit is sick how they repay you. Hopped off the cross with a cough. Lord forgive them for they know not what they lost. Crown full of thorns, bloody rounds in my palms. Wine red, let's break bread, the child is reborn. <laughs> Fuck what these clown niggas on since 06 a trendsetter niggas been killer. Death to my jams, vendetta, bitch, you been jealous. Hard to harm the army with the way your men set up. Lacking dividends, how you listening to their lectures? Y'all chipping in, we speeding in the sprinter bins, catch up. Must have been mistakes, to be frank. We trying to relish in the moment, have fun and add funds to the bank. Grab buns on bad ones with the swank. Every one of you fake. Talk shit and show love to my face. I'm with my Swiss bitch making slow love to a face. Toronto Bay baked me butt butter and cakes. Hit it raw, busting on the butt to be safe. You brought been the slides and sidekicks. The rhymes is honest. The flow so timeless. Such a fucking anomaly. You remain an anonymous. Silence the fraudulence and fade the following. Zero nine eleven fly a plane inside the twins. Fly as I ain't eagles. Give the praise to Donovan. Swank Jesus. Uh. Sheesh. And we're back with the Encore Radio Show, and we are back with Dime a Dozen. Hey, hey, this morning. So, Dime, what was it like performing at the first annual Steez Day? Steez Day was an honor. You mm-hmm. know, uh, if people don't know, like, Steez was one of my best friends in high school. Um, a moral alumni could have vouched for you. <laughs> could vouch for me, <laughs> us. And, um, you know... 
you know, we would spend a lot of time together. We'd be rapping in the lunchroom, writing raps in, in the lobby. And, um, you know, I felt like this was my my chance to really, you know, honor him as an artist and uh, let him know how incredible I felt like he was. And I uh, respect Joey for actually putting that show on and, and reaching out to me yeah. to make it happen. Like, Joey Badass himself, like, hit me up and was like, yo, do you want to be a part of this? So, you know, I can't hate on that. It was, it was great. Uh, the crowd was dope. There's a lot of people there, probably like over 10,000 people. Wow. Is that the biggest um, crowd you've had to date? Um, I want to say that, but then I did a show with, like, uh, these Asian guys, Traffic and Deep Pride, and there was a lot of Asian people there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that might have been my biggest show, but this is probably close, if not the biggest, yeah. Okay. It was in Central Park, correct? Yeah, some stage. That's what's up. I was supposed to go. I, I, I flopped. It was beautiful. Um, I, it was really hot though. Yeah. It was raining, but it was hot. I almost like I literally passed out. Like, um, wow. I had people with me to help me out though. But Bless. oh damn. Yeah, it was just too hot. Okay. After I perform, I drink no water. Mm. I was oh. wilding the fuck out. There was no water there though. They were just giving out liquor. <laughs> well, let's wow. fix that next year. Wow. <laughs> need a little water. Water next time, Steve's day. Yes, make, make it happen. Yes. Um, so I was searching the internet a while back and saw a comedy skit featuring you and Capital Steve's. Mm. Now we're coming up on timely passing. Mm. Um, what would be different for you as an artist and as a person if Steve's was still with us? I feel like me and Steve's would be doing a lot more music. He really introduced me to spirituality as yeah. far as like um, like chakras and mm-hmm. like he was really the first person to really sit down and explain that to me. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like I would be even deeper into that concept, just like aligning my chakras, um, just getting information from him that helped me become more of a centered person. Cause like that's that's how he like. The conversations we were having was just like nothing but spirituality. He's put me on a site that I can go to about meditation. And just, wow. So mm. I just feel like. And that was, that was way back. Like, I'm just not getting into it now in 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like, you know, 2012, he was putting me onto this. He was just like, yeah, you know, I feel obligated to do this. And he was just like a visionary, just like, yeah, he was just a special kid. And, you know, it's sad that he's gone, but. I feel like if he was still here, you know, I would be even deeper into that. I feel like we would be doing a lot more uh, music. I feel like uh, the relationship with me and Pro Era even would be even better mm-hmm. because uh, uh, Steve's is really the one that said, you know, brought me into the Beast Coast. You know, like he was like, yo, Dimes, you Beast Coast. You know, Underachiever said it, and Flatbush Zombie said it, but I feel like Steve's was. The, the man of Beast Coast like he was the boss of the Beast yeah. Coast and mm-hmm. he was just like yo come through Dimes like you are Beast Coast so like the way shit's going on now with the way people you know uh, these guys don't really know like they don't really know what the, the real deal is cause you know we had the relationship you know yeah everybody clicked up afterwards basically yeah, yeah. yeah. niggas were on their own shit understandable yeah so King Stilo is scheduled to be released in 2016 really has Joey reached out to you for any work for any work on that project? Nope. Hmm. Would you reach out to him? No. Why not? 
no sense. I mean, I have songs with Steve's that I released. Mm-hmm. Like, if they want some of those, they can get them. But, like, I wouldn't want to, like, reach out to Joey and be like, hey, can I get on the Steve's album? Nah, like, that yeah, was my actual, yeah. that's my actual nigga. So it's like, <laughs> I don't need to be, you know, doing a made-up, you know, uh, we the realest nigga, 50 Cent. Like, we <laughs> <laughs> like, knew each other, like, that's my real nigga. <laughs> true, true. So, it's, yeah. it's crazy, because in, um, in that comedy skit, um, I, I, I watched it as well. <laughs> and I almost, I had to go back and start, I was like, yo, wait, I was like, wait. It's season. I looked and I was like, I didn't even see he had no hair. I was like, oh, yeah, he was real different. That? Like he he changed drastically within a few months. I remember like I didn't even smoke at one point. He mm-hmm. started smoke. I, I think that's really like kicked it off. He was really on his Rastafari and that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had left. Uh, we all went to Edward Murrow together. Like, yeah, yeah. Me, Steve, CJ Fly, Nick Caution. We all went to school together. So um, we we rapping in ciphers and shit. And, uh, you know, from there, you know, I had left Murrow, and then from there, that's when Pro Ever started. Mm, so, okay. I, if if I was still in Murrow for all that time, low-key, I probably would have been part of Pro Ever. Mm. But, um, you know, I had my crew, Phony People, at the point, at that point, and we were doing our shows, and they were coming out to support us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, shit, shit happens for a reason. Fair <laughs> enough. So, so talk to me about Puma. How how is that relationship going? I saw um, a, um, a promo video. I think it was uh, early this year uh, with you, me, a couple other artists as well that were all Puma representatives. Yeah, you know it's me, me, Casey, Veggies, um, Vic Mensa was dealing with, uh, with Puma for a little while. Uh, mm, you know they're a dope brand. They reached out. They liked the music, like what I was about, and you know. They, they, they've been supporting. Uh, yeah, much love to Puma, you know, a, a, a brand as big as them to be, you know, showing me attention on some, like, yo, we really fuck with you and what you're doing. You know, that's a, that's amazing. That's just amazing. That's amazing. A little Brooklyn kid just <laughs> getting, you know, pinpointed by these, this big-ass brand that can, like, buy my house. <laughs> <laughs> so who are some artists you're influenced by now? Uh, right now, you know, definitely the Kendrick Lamar's, the Drake's, um, mm-hmm. really inspired by, still to this day, Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, she, she actually motivated me to want to sing more. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I sing a lot, like, quite a bit on this new project. Even on that nice. chicken, on that chicken a little bit, I sing a little bit, but, you know, I've been really getting into my... And even with the whole, you know, band thing, I was the lead singer of that yeah, band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'm really taking it more seriously. You know, I feel like she inspires me to do that. Earl Kendrick, Drake, um, who else? Uh, I remember uh, uh, Max was in here mentioning Vince Staples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's got probably, like, one of the guys that are closer to my lane right now as far as, like, artists that are out right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Vince, Vince Staples is real inspiring. He he pushes me, and he makes me want to work harder because he's a he, he's a dope artist. Okay. Um. So you have a show coming up on the twenty first at the Santos Party House. Mm-hmm. How can people get tickets? Uh, uh, major stages. The people who, who are throwing that event. 
uh, I'm sure that people can find the, uh, the tickets uh, online just by Googling the, mm-hmm. the event, Major Stage, CJ Fly, Dime a Dozen. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, doing a show with CJ Fly and the whole Priora. Okay. And um, yeah, that's October 21st. Uh, the tickets are on the Priora site, tickets are on the Major Stage site, so it's different ways to get them. Okay. Yeah, so you know, it's gonna be a zoo, man. I can't wait. <laughs> to, I can't wait to get on stage and perform that chicken for the uh, first time after the video is out. Yeah. Mm. Shout out again to the Santos Party House for uh, hosting the dope ass event yeah, on the 21st. Shout out to them. Thank y'all. Um, so, for artists who may want to work with you on a track or a project, how would they go about contacting you or going about making that sort of connection happen? I mean, the best way would probably be to. Um, meet me in just like right place and play me some music okay. and I'll probably be like hey let's do it but um I mean I got booking info you know you can reach out let me know what you want to do hit my management up hit me up directly on Twitter and um you know if I'm feeling the shit I'm gonna make it happen you know it's not all about the money it's not about none of that shit it's just about the art so it's like you know make it happen alright at dime a dozen Oh, well, excuse me. At Dime A Dozen. Mm-hmm. For those who D-Y-M-E <laughs> A-D-U-Z-I-N. Yes. Uh, you know, I am Dime. I mean, DimeAllDay.com. <laughs> I am Dime was my old site. You know, we, we switching up. We got the, the Dime All Day, you know, because it's... All day. All day. <laughs> so, people who signed up for this mailing list, uh, you said they can get more, more than just um, um, uh, info about the EP. What else can they get? Well... I'm thinking about releasing my single, my next single early for the people that have signed up. Mm. So they'll probably get it even a week early. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, so like, it, it, before I even hit SoundCloud, before the box, I'll post it, I'll send it to the people that, you know, signed up to the site directly. Okay. And that's just a little secret for them. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much that uh, of the other stuff that we're going to give the fans, because... You know, it's really all about y'all. You know, it's all about the people. So, um, it's got some nice surprises, so we're going to save those. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So, aside from the music, Dime is a person, mm-hmm. right? What are some things that are near and dear to your heart? What are some things that you see um, in life, that you see in the news that really affect you as a person? I mean, we all know the obvious um, about, you know, what's going on in the the young black community and how many young black kids are, you know, suffering and and, uh, dealing with police brutality and, you know, that, that, I I always think about how I can make that better through music or, uh, you know, speak about that and change perceptions and, but yeah you know just just the way we're treated as you know young black men especially young black women you know just uh, as a person I feel like you know it's it's, it's, it's unjust you know we need justice when it comes to you know the, the wrongdoings that are done it's a you know us as a people and um, yeah, man, that hurts the most just to see, you know, uh, years down the line how we still treat it, 
and um, hopefully our, our, our future generation, our next generation, just doesn't have to deal with the shit we have to deal with. And um, I, I just really want to make it, you know, I feel like it's important for us to, you know, get past the racism shit, you know. Um, you know, I got love for my family, I got love for my people. So it's just like, I just want everybody to be able to live comfortable, everybody to, you know, not have to worry. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. All right, folks. Well, we want to thank Dom Dozen for coming through. Thank you so much. Thank you. Crown Fried, Crown Fried. We're going to get that in fall, winter ish. <laughs> <laughs> so, somewhere in those seasons. Yeah, you know. When it's cold. When it's cold. When it's cold. When it's cold. All right, folks. Uh, make sure you guys um, follow Dom a Dozen at Dime a Dozen on Twitter and Instagram yes. as well. Um, DimeAllDay.com. Yeah. Make sure you guys sign up for that mailing list. Get that exclusive, exclusive. information. Everything. Yes, everything. First. All day, all day. All day, all day. <laughs> all right, folks, and this is Wise. This is IS Jones. And he didn't really say much. We got King Cope in the building as well. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. Facts. 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 All right, folks, this is the Encore Radio Show, and we out. Good morning. Good morning. Sheesh. The Encore Radio Show is an indie creative network production. Recorded at Redbird Studio and executively produced by Chris Scope Aesthetic.